This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Maduri on Pulse 95. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Maduri. I'm your host from everything sport, international, local. Wow, what a show we have in store for you today. Right, we've never had two female professional boxers in one show. And these two happen to be legends in the game. So happy to have Ramla Ali and Kim Shannon on the show here. Different setting today. We're at Real Boxing Only. We're making it happen. What I like about this episode especially is Ramla's obviously here for the export. The moments we managed to get her in um, through Real Boxing Only, which is fantastic. And Kim's obviously back in the game now. Um, XGB uh, professional fighter. And now is you know resurrecting her career um, training really hard doing all sorts of stuff they actually fought so i'm really looking forward to seeing uh, them both in the ring and at the same time also asking them where they're at at the moment how they're preparing what's coming up all that and more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95. this is the halftime show with omar Adouri. How are you guys doing? Very well. How are you doing? Even better now. And I'm so glad we're here today. And the fact we're in the ring as well makes it even better. You two are professional boxers at the moment now. And also not only that, you are here in the UAE and doing big things. Ramla, I'm going to start with you. You're here for how long? I'm here for four days. Completely jet lagged, I must (laughs) add. But I'm here, which is good. I'm here for the Dubai Expo, so the Women's Pavilion. where we'll be talking a lot about women and education um, and health and things like that, which is so amazing, so important, I think, uh, especially for the current you know, times that we're in. And yeah, that's why I'm here and I'm here until Friday. Absolutely. And that's fantastic. And not only that, but Kim, I happen to see you quite a lot in this place and I'm happy to see you again. Different scenario because you've got big things coming up and you've signed with Michelle as well. You're back in boxing. You see that round of applause there? You see that? I like that. You wouldn't have guessed that these two have actually fought before. Once upon a time. Yeah. Many, mo- many, <laughs> many, many moons ago. Many yeah. moons ago, yeah. But still looking great, still top shape. But that's, that's the good thing about boxing because, I mean, as long as you're not a horrible person, yeah. you know, you, you can sort of differentiate between being in the ring and being outside the ring. Yeah. And that's how we've become good friends because yeah. if we were just like these nasty people, yeah. we'd never spoken out outside of yeah. the ring. Yeah. And now we're just such good friends. And I'm so glad that she's just an amazing human being yeah. because I've made a good friend. Having her now in your corner, so to speak, helping you out, sparring here with you today. We're going to see a little more of that later on. How does that make you feel? Being a professional career. Yeah. So just being following her journey, inspired by her all the time. So yeah, it's great just for me just to get this opportunity and she's over here in Dubai. So yeah, just have the opportunity just to learn, you know, and improve myself. I mean, I'm also gonna learn as well. <laughs> Kim, I, I messaged Kim and I was like, you're what would like she was like talking herself down. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you're an absolute machine from what I can remember. Like she has no quit in her. She yeah. just keeps going till the very end. And that's sort of somebody that you want to share the ring with, somebody who's gonna push you constantly. Because you know, getting in the ring and just you know, getting in with someone that just sort of folds after halfway, you don't learn anything from that. But she'll push you, yeah. and she'll keep going like a, as well. <laughs> like a machine, like a machine. 
until the very end. That's what I love about the sweet science of boxing. You guys get to learn from each other, you get to evolve together, and you get to help each other out. You're both in different stages at the moment in your career, still at the top. What can we look forward to with you being here and also this year from you? Oh, from me being here. I mean, I'm here for such a short time. Yeah. I don't know if... Uh... Do you come here often? Well, I have, I have family. I, I have family here. Yeah. I have family that live in Sharjah and I have family that live in Ajman. Uh, so... You see the accent, Sharjah and Ajman. Can you do that one more time for me, please? Sharjah and Ajman. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so I'm here quite a bit. So it's quite nice to know that I can get regular training in with somebody yeah. who, you know, is a resident here, which is quite cool. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I come here quite a bit, but I'm only here for a short space of time at the moment. So I feel like Dubai doesn't really get to experience the full Ramla. Right. <laughs> but um, hopefully, soon, hopefully soon, soon I'll, I'll be here for a lot longer. Inshallah. Kim, a little birdie, <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> told me that you are expecting a fight in the near future. Yeah, so just obviously just signed and turned pro. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully just wanting to fight, hopefully before the end of the year, mm -hmm. just to make my pro debut, get yeah. back in there. You yeah. know, I've been out for a little while. So, yeah. you know, I've been here working as well. So, may as well. Amazing. Just go for it and, you know, try to, the main thing, just to do what I love doing yeah. and just inspire everybody else, especially out in the UAE as well for professional boxing. It's good that you said go for it because you don't want to live a life with regret. Yeah, so that's quite good. Yeah. I think I thought I should have just put that message out there. Just, just add that little. <laughs> How difficult is it for females to compete in boxing in the modern era? and how it's evolving from these two on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Coming up next, how difficult it is for females to compete in boxing in the modern era and how it evolves for these two on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. These two, didn't react. But the last time I did an interview, I had so many people laughing at how quick the break was. You guys listening at home can catch all of our shows on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. If you like a podcast, head over to the YouTube channel as well for the Pulse 95 radio episodes. You can catch these fantastic guests. Right. It's no secret that boxing, especially now for females, is quite challenging getting into the main card. Normally, we would probably get one female fighter fighting on a card on average. How has that evolved since obviously you guys have been in boxing for a while? Is the future bright for more female competitors to compete? I see you nodding your head yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think there's so many positive inspirations out there. Um, I think there's more women coming through yeah. in the professional ranks. So it's just inspiring other women and young girls wanting to take up the sport early. Um, go through the amateur route as myself and Ramli did yeah. and just learn and enjoy the sport um, and then obviously take that path um, to professional as well, you know. So, yeah, it's definitely opening up a lot, isn't it? And Ramla, for you, when you were growing up, it was challenging for you to get your parents on side. There wasn't even a female changing room. That's how, that's how bad it used to be. Um, but... It's not to say that women weren't boxing, it's yeah. just they didn't have the facilities to sort of encourage more women to get into boxing. So a lot of people were, putting, were, were being put off by it. 
um, you know, women have been boxing for such a long time. Um, you know, you have, you know, these greats, Lucia Riker and Leila Ali and things yeah. like that, paving the way, like, well before, you know, nowadays. Yeah. And you're right, like, there are female uh, fights on, on undercards, and I, I feel like there should be more female fights on the undercards. Like, Why not the main card, even? That's what I was just about to say. Like, yeah. these huge broadcasters are just like, woo, look yeah. at us, yeah. we're, you know, we're... Um, championing women's boxing yeah. but if anything they should like sort of be ashamed that it's taken them this long to do it yeah. um, so I think for the future one thing that I would love to see is more not, not just one but like maybe like three yeah. women on the undercard and maybe women headlining yeah. um, I know this is it this weekend the 30th uh, Chantel Cameron yes. she's headlining yes. but she wasn't she wasn't initially the headliner it's only because the, the the main the main um, the main two people fighting one of them was injured yeah. so that's that's the only reason why she got bumped up to um, headliner but it's obviously great yeah. that it's a woman headlining and no one else but it shouldn't have taken someone else to be injured right. for her to have been put in there. and I think when preparation meets opportunity that could be a door opener for other fighters last question before we take a break UFC are using a lot of female fighters and pushing them. What lessons can boxing take from that, in your opinion, for professional fighters to actually promote female fights more? Do you know what I think it is? I've, I've said this like quite a few times, it's, it's, it's because of demand. Like there's so many fans out there that want to see women fight and I don't, I don't know why, I'm not gonna speculate. <laughs> like rolling around on the floor, I don't know why. But I think a lot more people need to get behind women's boxing as well. And I think yeah. that is the one thing that uh, women's boxing is missing because UFC has this huge push uh, for women to, to, to be headliners and to, to, you know, to be on these like amazing undercards yeah. and to have like, you know, two, maybe three on each on each card. And that's because there's such a huge demand for them within the UFC. And because there's so many people um, going out there to watch them and I think the same should be done in boxing like I feel like more women need to go and support other women and I think yeah. that's how it will become bigger coming up next on our last segment we're talking about mental health mental fitness and how these two prepare themselves for the fight game Pulse 95 the heart this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri How do you reset and things like recovery, let's say now? A young Ramla Ali is listening and she's made mistakes in the past. What would you advise a younger Ramla Ali to do? Oh, I made so many mistakes when I was younger. I used to assume that starving myself was how I would make weight. And then you turn up on fight night, dehydrated, starved of energy, and you don't perform the way you have done in the, the gym for the past however many weeks. So all that, you know, all that hard work in the camp is just down the drain because you've made stupid mistakes. Um, so one thing that's really important is to sort of take advice from professionals. So I now have a, a, a nutritionist who, you know, who tells me this is what you've got to do, this is what you, this is what you shouldn't do. And I was like really shocked at the start. I was like, you want me to eat this much? This is too much. And like, there, there'll be some point, sometimes I'll be like, oh, this, I can't do any more. This is just too much food. Um, but yeah, it's, it's always important to, to listen to those that are, you know, professionals. Um, listen to your body as well. That's really important. You know, sometimes as boxers, we try to be hard. 
um, and you're just like your body could be broken but then you just think to yourself I'm going to train anyway and that's how you get injured so always listen to your body as well and do what's right for your body last question how big is ego compared to what you're doing in the ring when you have to channel it and almost take a step down or even take it a notch up for you to aspire to be great I think it's different men have so much ego <laughs> it's women are so like yeah. humble it's, it's you turn up and then Kim's like you turn up and then Kim's like oh thanks for coming um, you know this is going to be a massive help for me and then I'm saying the same oh thank you for having me but men will never do that yeah, yeah. just turn up and it's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go in the ring. And it's, I think it's a different process. Like, you know, it's, you know, you've still got to have the confidence and but you've still got to, it's very important to have, be willing to learn. Like, this is the place where, you know, we're lucky enough to like get to spar and it's, yeah. you're able to learn and egos, you know, it's, you just, you're just trying to find that right balance. I used, yeah. to, I used to go to this gym. And then the sign at the door said, leave your ego at the door. And I thought that was really good yeah. because you shouldn't bring any negativity or any ill feelings with you in the gym. The gym is like, should be a safe space. Yeah. You should treat it as a safe space. And so I think that's just, I think that's the one thing I've, I've taken from, um, you know, being around, you know, this um, environment for such a long time. So always leave your ego at the door and try and be the best version of yourself in the gym. Yeah. Before we let you go, where can Sharjah and Pulse95 Radio follow you? On social media? Oh yeah, Instagram. Uh, it's just at Ramla Ali, or one word. Or Twitter, at Somali Boxer. okay. <laughs> Ramla Ali was taken on Twitter. <laughs> That's a good one now. <laughs> so you can follow me, uh, start my new account from a boxing journey. It's at Kim underscore Showtime underscore Shannon. I like that. Kim Showtime Shannon. Why not? It's like, show, it's like Showtime Pop, sh, uh, Showtime Sean Porter. So it's, it's Showtime. Is, yeah, it's Showtime. Wow, what a show. I think it's just the fact that we're in the ring and your things are... It's, it's very real in here. It's very raw in here. And that's what I love. Um, having Ramla Ali and Kim Shannon on the show today. Wow, what a, what a great episode. And also, you know, you get the vibe that these two mean business and I'm so happy to ask them questions about you know uh, women competing in sport in boxing why aren't they getting the attention that they deserve why aren't they on more fight cards main cards you know that was kind of good I like that and I was also very interested to see how how close they were you know the camaraderie between the two um, yes they fought before but now that Ramla is actually helping Kim out and sparring with her and there was just this real genuine relationship between the two and I guess like it's, it's first time I meet Ramla Kim I, I know quite well obviously from from the boxing gym and she's always very kind always offering her help always you know supporting you know the members there Ramla was doing the same thing for Kim so it's kind of like that energy that you want to be around if that makes sense that I really really loved about the episode today and I think also you know with with Kim being under like Michelle's management as well. That's another thing, very interesting dynamic, seeing Michelle in the background, being able to help her out and kind of guide her in the game um, is very, very cool. I, I thought the whole thing from when we got there and meeting Ramla for the first time, I thought that was very, very interesting to see how she would be 
in a different setting, different environment, and she took it fine. She was very, very easy to work with, very cool, good sense of humor. She has family in Sharjah and Ajman, which I thought was amazing as well. Like when she said that, I had to kind of like reloop that into, <laughs> into the conversation. And I'm sure you'll be hearing a lot more from Ramla because she, with Ramla, she, like she stands for, for more than just boxing, you know? Um, the way she grew up, you know, the fact that she's, you know, set the bar really high for herself, you know, that that is is nice to see. And also in the, in the modern game as well. And I say that because in the modern game, you know, there's so many changes, technology, social media, all these factors, but she seems home. You know what I mean? She seems like she's in control. She's managing everything. And shout out to Richard as well, who's her manager and husband, who's in the background as well. Anyway, that is full time on the Halftime Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate uh, you guys spending time to listen to the show. And we will be back every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Same time, same place on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95.
This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm. 